Welcome back to Growing Up in the Wilds of Suburbia, and I am your host, Chad Brochures, and today we're going to talk about financial maturity. So just a few things to kind of get out of the way for the housekeeping purposes and clarity about where this video is really going. Uh, the intent of this video, and again with this series, is to help give us some insights on where we currently are so we know what we're going to build from. Uh, this will help reduce blind sides uh, or blind spots where we get kind of affected on a, a pretty decent level because of something that we're unaware of. Uh, if we get too attached to a fantasy or a dream about what we want, or we're so far into the idea of, of fantasizing about what are what we want to accomplish, uh, reality will set in at some point and it may take you out of that process or it's likely to, uh, or at least reduce or affect the process and maybe change your desire and goal. It's not necessarily a bad thing to change that desired end goal. Uh, it's just more of if you're overly obsessed with the idea of what you want to accomplish versus the work that's necessary to accomplish it, you're more likely to spend the rest of your life waiting for the lottery winning moment when you actually get your goal versus become obsessed with the work, learn what you don't know that's necessary to be successful at it, and you'll build your way up. You may not be there tomorrow, which is likely that you won't be, but you'll be one step closer to it as far as the ultimate destination. But the process is you will be there. You, that first step is a step towards your, your future. Though so my goal for myself has been consume less of social media, consume less of predominantly mainstream media, uh, and consume more of the textbook options uh, and finding my mentors that can help me develop myself. Uh, so I find people that do not only show on a video that they're very, very successful because that can be easily faked, but you look for a body of work that supports it. So what's the body of work that's supporting that person? As this series continues and as my efforts continue moving forward, you'll see that body of work filling out under me. Uh, so a lot of the reasons why you haven't seen that is simply because uh, fear of rejection, things like that, my perfectionism, there's quite a few things there. But on a local level, people know more about what I've accomplished. But on a global level, it's kind of a, I'm a speck of dust and blowing in the wind. Uh but at some point in time, I plan to continue this process and make a bigger difference. So, all right, financial maturity. This is in no way a get rich quick concept. This is not about me telling you how to spend your money. It's not about where do you need to invest. It's nothing about any of those things. Those are things that you can choose to take on on your own in another time. This is about the base level functions for money and our maturity towards developing more or becoming not only stable, but progressing into you know, life savings, um, investment monies that you can use for investing, um, whatever your ventures might be, not just investing in stock markets and things like that, but also if you wanted to try a business, you know, what kind of money is going to be necessary in order to support that option? Uh, who would need to support that kind of thing would be something that would come out later. But for now, it's for your own. You know, as an example, if you wanted to open up your own, let's say, a training facility or a gym, how much do you have available right now to put towards that? Do you have enough to purchase the equipment and you know, whether it's free weights or machines or whatever it is, as well as the rent? And do you have enough money to run it for you know several months before you would actually fall, fall on hard times? 
uh, worst case scenario kind of thing. So this is more of, okay, where are we at right now? I know plenty of people that make great incomes in a year. And I mean like 150 and above, you know, 150,000 and above uh, that never have any liquid assets or any kind of liquidity. So they're not running around with a significant amount of money that they can do anything with. And they are still living in that paycheck to paycheck model. So what I found uh, is especially whenever, you know, doing studies in the realm of psychology and in life experiences as well, and interviewing people that are that these people, you know, the ones that are making this kind of money, what I find is a lot of times they're buying things to reward themselves for the hard work that they've done, but they're buying prematurely. So they're buying as soon as they have the money, you know, or they'll give themselves a timeline and it's relatively short where it's like, well, I have the money now, so I'm going to get the TV. I have the money now, so I'm going to upgrade my car. I have the money now, so I'm going to buy whatever it is. And it's especially on the financing side of it, they sink themselves more into this financial liability uh, where it's continuously like they need to continue working. And by missing, you know, one paycheck, they're in trouble. They're stressing like crazy. They're panicking. Uh, they may be pawning things or selling things off or getting ready to or, or fearing that that's a goal or that's a possibility. Uh, what I find is a lot of this is that the pattern based uh, they started buying things to reward themselves for efforts and hard work, which is not a bad idea. It's just how much are you giving yourself an allowance for that? Now, are you giving just like you don't have an allowance, you just whatever and buy it? Or do you have a strict allowance value that you put money into every pay period that gives you a budget that allows you to work from it? So financial maturity is one, we want to understand how much money is coming in and how many bills are owed. Oh, find that out before you start taking on more bills. You know, places like, you know, the, the, um, the monthly payment places where you can go and, you know, get furniture or items for your home and then you pay for it every month for however long the term is. Uh, a lot of those places, they thrive on people that live paycheck to paycheck because they can charge you more money than what the product's worth because they give you a low payment incentive that you're, okay, well, I can afford, you know, 40 more dollars a week. Uh, it gives me this thing and I can have that and it's $40, not a problem. But by the time you pay it off, you very well may have paid double what that product actually costs because you just, it looks really easy in the beginning, but you financially indebted yourself. Um, hell, I even fell for that in my teen years where I just wanted to focus on building my credit. And I was told by the facility that I went to, I had no interest in ever purchasing anything from one of those facilities. I'd rather just buy it outright. And I had the money to buy it outright. And I went in uh, just because the girl I was dating at the time, her brother was the assistant manager. And there was this TV in there and they're like, you know what? This is a positive impact on your credit. It'll show payment history, you know, all of this, which in reality, it didn't. It did not at all. The only thing that they reported was negative payments, not positive payments. Uh, otherwise, they didn't report anything. But that was how they got me to purchase it. I learned some interesting lessons and it's not like it's a negative thing overall. Um, it's something that I learned from and I now know to ask those kind of questions if need be. Uh, and it's a lesson that stuck with me and it's just 20, uh, 20 years later. So, all right. So as far as financial maturity, understand where you currently are. It is really good to keep a ledger 
or to write things down so you can have a better idea of it. Don't play this game in your head because if you play it in your head, you'll find that you're forgetting things. You're missing things or you're not taking in the actuality of it. You want to write it down. See where your budget is. See what money you can put towards and you want to have a category that's your, your future investment. You want to have a category that's your future savings. That is like the rainy day savings and the retirement savings can be two different savings. And it doesn't have to be a lot. If it's a dollar today or a dollar this week and a dollar next week or every pay period to put in 10 bucks, if you do that religiously for the next 20 years, you're going to have more money than if you don't do it. And it's a negligible amount of money for a lot of people. You'll spend more money if you go out to the bar. You spend more money on that than uh, on that than you would for two drinks for most bars. Oh, uh, and hell, it depends on which one you want to uh, go to. It may be more than that for one drink. So it's really understand that. Give yourself a functional budget so that you can start establishing something that takes the stress away from your finances. If you find that you do have bills that are more, uh, you have more co- uh, going out than coming in. It's really hard to build off of a, a zero. You know, like, so if you have zero money or if you have negative money, which is more debt than income, it's hard to get off of that. But if you take processes like this, you can eventually catch up. And then from there, like you can talk to credit consolidation companies. You can talk to experts in that field. I'm not one of those people. Um, I'm more just geared towards the maturity of it and developing myself so that I'm more functional and not so much reactive, but more proactive. Um, You can build that up to the point that you are now self-sustaining. So if you need to speak to somebody that's going to get into the consolidation field, by all means, find somebody that you know, like, and trust, or talk to your environment, if the group of people around you, um, use your resources and find somebody that you do know, like, or they know, like, and trust, interview them, interview a couple of them, figure out who you're going to start taking advice from. Because once you start taking advice, you're likely going to use that advice long-term and also suggest it to other people. So be caught, I take your time picking the right person build yourself up in that way. But really for the the foundation series here is get familiar with where you are financially now, how much money's coming in, how much money's going out. Do you have those buckets set up that are going to be taking in investment money, your, uh, your reward money for good behavior or working hard, um, your money for short-term investing savings, um, also your money for a rainy day, and then your retirement money. And again, it doesn't need to be a lot of money, just something. You start off small, and eventually as time goes on, you'll start to see how you can reallocate. Uh, but you really want to be able to hold a sacredness to each one of these categories. If it's your rainy day savings, it's that's there like in personal experience and family experiences. Uh, making a, a significant amount of money, then making a life change, and or having a life change put on you, you have to readjust your finances very quickly. How much cushion or cushion do you have before that money's gone? And then now you're in panic mode uh, or you're in panic mode the entire time. So this is how you build yourself up and develop a maturity level when it comes to finances. Uh, uh, as far as that goes, guys, this is not intended to be a very long video whatsoever. But if nothing else, I just want to get you thinking. What is the next best step whenever it comes to financial maturity? A lot of us, we need to start at that fundamental level. You know, we need to give ourselves allowances like our parents would have done or might have done um, or did do. So you want to be able to give yourself an allowance so that you know what your budgets are. If prices change in the market, you know, uh, we 
we get inflation, whatever that is, we'll uh, you'll be able to you know adjust accordingly. So just make sure that you do give yourself something that you value as much as you value yourself. So and start writing that into those categories. All right. I appreciate your time. Again, this is Chad Brochiers. I am the host of Growing Up in the Wilds of Suburbia. If you like this video, like it, click, uh, smash that little like button, you know, comment, make sure you hit the notification for future videos, subscribe, share it with your friends, anybody that you know that would benefit from it, and let's grow this all together. Is we're all in it together. So let's take away some of that frustration that we have in life and start putting it into a vehicle that can have us feel more accomplishment in our lives. So less rage, less frustration, more accomplishments. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And until next time, again, have a wonderful one. Think critically. And let's do it together.